Hi, and welcome to episode 28 of the Camera Shake podcast with me, Kirsten Nutz, and Nick Kirby. Here in the UK, we have just entered a second national lockdown, and that means we're going to be confined to our homes again for at least the next month, which is why we're not on our normal set right now. Given the struggles that we faced during the first lockdown, we reached out to some of our previous guests to share their thoughts as professionals in the industry on how to help us all get through this. We're lucky enough to be speaking with Hannah Cousins, Tommy Reynolds, Scott Johnson, Dan Fijan, and Abul Shah. This episode is truly a treasure trove of information and is actually applicable to any creative. We couldn't be more grateful to all of our guests coming on today's show and sharing their experiences with us. So we asked our guests a number of questions about the first lockdown and this second one. And you're absolutely going to love this. Let's do it. How do you feel about going into another national lockdown? How do I feel about going into another national lockdown? Um, it, it's it's tough. There's a lot to process. Um, my first thoughts and feelings are that I really just wish everyone stays safe and well, and that if we can just um, get through this disconnect between us and this virus, then hopefully, you know, we won't have to go into a lockdown over Christmas and New Year. So I'm happy to do it now than later. And I just hope that everyone just stays safe and um, that everyone's well for this mean, you know, for this duration. I mean, I don't want to get too political, but I, you know, if it has to happen, it has to happen. I'm all for it. I am um, for the safety of everyone. If we get a good Christmas, if we can see our families and then I am, I'm all for it. So um, if it has to happen, it has to happen. Ugh, going into another national lockdown. Well, I mean, the last one wasn't easy, but, you know, um, made it work and tried to turn, the, keep the passion going for photography, but also at the same time earn money to pay the bills because that's what matters. Um, but yeah, uh, it's not, it's not invigorating, is it? It's not something that, uh, it's not something that motivates me, especially this time of year. I mean, for me as an event photographer who, who, dealt with motorsport primarily um this would be my quiet season anyway so come october i've already earned all my money for the year if that makes any sense so this is this is really it's, it's even more rubbish it kind of it kind of shows that it just didn't go well in the summer you know it just makes you realize that even more that you're going into what is essentially your quiet period even if there was no uh, covid19 lockdown or so on um i still probably wouldn't be out as much as i would have been in the summer so uh yeah, not, not super psyched, um, but I'm going to try and treat it like I've treated it in the past, where, as in my quiet period, where I try and reflect on what I've done and um, self-motivate, which we all do, I think all photographers do, but self-motivate myself towards having a better year next year um, and ignore the fact that there is, well, not, not ignore the fact there's a global pandemic, but do not let it affect me and my mindset, um, because doing that, you just have, you know, was it the age old business um, statement of a spiral of despair? Like you just keep, you just keep crashing. Um, and I think it's very important to, to look after your mental health um, and concentrate on what the positives will be at the end of this and not focus on the negatives. That's really what I'm trying to do. Yeah. 
For me, the fact that we're about to go into another national lockdown actually is not a surprise. Um, I spoke to you guys before about this and um, it was something that I just, for me, it was inevitable. I just couldn't see how, it, you know, I just thought it's got to happen. Um, I felt like it was, um, this is way before we were doing the tier system and all of that stuff too. I just, I just couldn't see how this was, if there's always going to come up in a second wave and all of this over winter and everything like everyone was predicting, then for me, I was like, this, there's, well, there's only one solution. Then if it's all going to come back or like people are saying, come back worse, then, you know, it's probably going to happen again. Um, so for me, it was just a case of um, trying to do, <clears throat> excuse me, I've been talking all day to camera, so I'm a little bit croaky. Um, <clears throat> but for me, it was just a case of trying to do as much as I can when I could, um, not knowing when this was going to happen. That was the thing I have felt like I've spent the last however many months, June, July, August, September, however long it's been, just like, quick, is it yet? Is it yet? Is it yet? Is it going to be next week? Like, I feel like I've been running the whole time and I feel like I've been sort of on my toes waiting for it to happen. Um, how do I feel about it? Um, I kind of, at the moment, if it's four weeks and if it's, does the desired job and um, it has a desired effect then okay the thing that worries me is um it's always difficult to say this is, you know and I, I you never you never really know the ins and outs of what's happening you can only go on what you're being told to do and as I say if it is beneficial and it's doing the right thing then yeah great the only thing that's a bit questionable for me is are we going to keep doing this or is we are we going to just you know do is, is this going to be like every couple of months we're going to have a lockdown or are we just kind of trying to lock down and keep it under a reasonable amount of control until they think there's going to be a vaccine but we have no idea of the scale of things as to when that's going to be so um so at the moment I'm sort of mixed I'm kind of like okay right fine if this thing's getting out of hand then for four weeks okay if that's how it's going to be then um and that means that we do our part then absolutely fine if it means that we are going to have some benefit there but if at the same time, I don't know, I, it does, as I say, just worry me a little bit that if, what are we going to do? Like, you know, that's the thing. Like, is this going to be a regular pattern? And if so, how long for? And does it really work? That's the thing. So they're, they're my concerns. But at the moment, I'm just going on the fact that hopefully this is, you know, all you can do is take the advice that you're, or, you know, that we take the data you're being presented with and, while some of it, you know, we have our own opinions about and question maybe at times and you're not quite sure if there's agendas behind it. Sometimes you just got to go, all right, this is how it is. I'm going to do my part. And that's that. My thoughts on a second national lockdown uh, was firstly frustration, if I'm honest. Um, we'd spent a lot of time during the first lockdown getting ready to come out. Uh, we had weddings that were booked um, that, were, that we were looking forward to shooting. And also, not just that, we were doing a lot more of uh, in, uh, family portrait sessions outside, given we don't have a studio. And I was just about, I was just about to market. I would come out and have a full colours session, and now, no, we can't. So it was frustration, if I'm honest. But you know, I've, I've actually had a busy, um, a busy few weeks. I've done three weddings, two corporate shoots, um, so and some outdoor locations. So I've actually got a lot of editing to do. So it means I can get my head down and get stuck into that. Um, and, and again, they're talking about it will be the second of December. And if it is the second of December, I've got weddings the other side of it. I've got wedding on the sixth from the tenth. So I'm kind of going to use this month to 
get ready for that really and, and get all my backlog of editing done um, and then hit the ground running in December. I was worried of, about feeling worried, but I'm, I'm genuinely not only because I, we've done it once now. I was, I, I managed to stay creative, stay positive, keep my anxiety at bay. So I'm confident going forward. Hopefully it won't be as long as the, as the last one, but I've, I, I'm, I'm actually feeling okay about it. So how will this affect your business? There's a lot of negatives. You could, I could spout off an absolute ton of negatives. Um, it is my quiet period. So, uh, you know, as I explained, it is, it's not sometime where I usually be busy. Um, sometimes I would be working up till sort of middle way through December, but then there's usually like a three month period after that where there's nothing. So um, that's been sort of the last few years. So yeah, it will affect my business. There will be a loss of earnings hundred um, percent. I mean, if I, if I tally up everything I've lost this year, it's terrifying. Um, but it, it I can't focus on that because you focus on that and you drag yourself down and you make yourself sick with worry. And that's not, that's not good for anyone. That's not good for anything. So um, the positives out of it will be a chance to, to keep looking at doing sort of restructuring things. Um, I've changed the way I earned money in the last six months, very a lot, actually. Um, I've been using other skills that I've learned in the past. I've been doing a lot more web design and then bolting photo shoots onto the web design. So providing content as well as making websites, which I think I spoke about in our, when we first chatted. Um, but I've been able to really build on that. And one of the things that I think will be a focus for this lockdown uh, and a positive to look towards is think about it this way, right? We're not the only business affected by this. Um, there are so many businesses. The hospitality sector is is ruined. Um, the events sector is destroyed, really. Um, but what you've got to look at is all these businesses are going to want to bounce back and they need people like us. So they need people with our skills, right? So I've been working a lot with a lot of local businesses here in Scotland and I've been building their social media. I've been, been providing them with content. I've been updating their website. I've been going after hours to their shops when it's all empty, masked up, you know, full COVID-19 protective gear and producing content. These are clients that I would never have worked for before because, and this is going to sound terrible, but they were too small. Okay, so they're not people I would have considered. Uh, I wouldn't have considered the local barbershop. I wouldn't have considered a toy shop in town that's an independent. That's not, they're not the businesses I would have approached. So COVID-19 has forced me to look at my local area and go, hang on a minute, they will need help. And okay, I'm not going to get my usual asking price, but in some cases I have. And in some cases I've had to be like, let me see what I can do that fits in your budget. Um, and that's something I've had to tell myself is, it's a positive because I've been working with these places and helping build them up, preparing for coming out of the first lockdown and I'm still helping them now. So fingers crossed. Um, that's the kind of thing that I'll keep doing basically. So it's adapting, as I said before in the previous interview we had, but it's basically making the best of a terrible situation. Well, being an event and wedding photographer, um, this is drastically affected my my business in fact i think our industry has probably been one of the most affected industries um that's really been suffered suffering during this whole pandemic so you know weddings were restricted down to 30 people then down to 15 and you know um, again we're in the midst of another lockdown now commencing on thursday where we you know we can't um can't have weddings at all unless it's under exceptional circumstances um so most of my weddings have been postponed to next year. Um, I've 
just to give you an idea of how much I've been affected, I photographed four weddings in seven months, almost eight months now. So my business has has been drastically affected and um, I'm just looking forward to getting back to normal life and shooting weddings again. I don't think it's going to affect my business that much. I mean, we've learned an awful lot about the way we run our business from since March. You know, we've be- we've become counsellors, we've become wedding planners, we've become many different, you know, I've worn many different hats during this process and during this lockdown. So if anything, I'm going into second lockdown more experienced in how to deal with expectations, how to deal with, um, you know, disappointment, frustration, and, you know, from having moved the best part of 50 weddings this year to next year and a year after, if we do have to, you know, start moving again, then I'm even better to kind of console the brides, console the couple. So look, don't worry about it. We're going to be here for you just keep us in the loop so i think it's really important that we use that experience if you ask me in, in april how I, was, how I was dealing with it it wasn't very well it was just like ah panic panic um but certainly now with the benefit of experience i can go into a second lockdown um armored with a lot more ammunition to reassure people i think that's we, we need to reassure people we don't need to you know everyone's got their own problems we don't you know they say never judge a man till you've walked a mile in their own shoes and you know everyone's walking a different mile at the minute so we have to walk our mile and then help support others that are walking their own miles as well going into the second lockdown i don't think the second lockdown will affect me any more than it has affected the first lockdown for my business um primarily i'm a wedding photographer that's most of my income obviously when uh, when we hit march we couldn't no one could get married and then when we kind of came out of lockdown inquiries started to trickle back in then it became 15 guests and then inquiries stopped again and now obviously for the next month no weddings can happen again so um in term in terms of weddings it's not going to change for me in that in that respect it's still going to affect my business so what i'm doing as i did with the first lockdown is I am trying to think of innovative and different and creative ways to bring in some income. So for example, the first time round, I, when it comes to the weddings, I was approaching clients who hadn't maybe have bought a wedding album and have said, I'm doing a COVID discount. If you like, if you want to take advantage and maybe get the album that you didn't get after your wedding. So there's an income from there from people buying albums. And um, one of the biggest things that I've launched this year, which I'm going to revamp even more next week is online coaching. So this is something that I've been offering people all over the world where you can have the opportunity to have a one hour coaching session with me and you can pay me whatever you want. And by offering that, that caveat of saying, pay me what you want, obviously is very attractive to people. And it's my way of giving something back to my followers. I want to be able to do this so that I can give them an opportunity if they couldn't come to a workshop, if they maybe are in another country, or even one example of one guy says, I have really bad anxiety to the point where I, I, I don't feel comfortable leaving my own town. So having this opportunity to do an online coaching session with you um, has been really, really great. So that's been something I've and I've spoke with over 50 people now between March and and now um doing online coaching and I, it's it's been great and it's given me some some bit of income and there's also been really satisfying and really um cr- creatively fulfilling speaking with so many people around the world so that's something that I've been doing and as I say next week I will be revamping it I'm making a video tomorrow just advertising it again I was going to give it a fixed price but as we're going into lockdown 
I'm going to carry on with the idea of people paying whatever they want. And something that I've only thought of the other day is I'm going to approach all the people that have previously had an online coaching session and say, um, for X number of pounds, you can have two sessions with me and book them in. So because they've obviously had that experience with me already, hopefully they will, they will have enjoyed that experience and maybe they'll, um, come along. And if I give them an offer of, of two hour sessions and maybe, maybe they'll come on board. So those are the different ways I've been trying to get income. It's mainly been online coaching and, and offering wedding albums to previous clients. And obviously we've got the self-employment grant at the time of recording this yesterday. Uh, it was announced that it, it was going up from 40% back to 80%, which is great. So that's, um, that's, that's going to be very, very helpful, very beneficial. So that's going to help keep my anxiety at bay, knowing that we've got the self-employment grant and knowing that I am doing these little things to try and get some income, but that's income. And then there's creative fulfillment. There's stuff that's keeping me busy and feeling creatively fulfilled, which uh, I could, uh, I'm happy to go into if you want to, but in terms of business, if we're just talking business, then yeah, those are the things I'm innovate in trying to innovate to get a bit of income coming in. My advice to, uh, to everyone that are having to deal with um, no movement of dates again for possibly the third or fourth or sometimes fifth time is, is just is just be humble just be honest and just be just be there to console and just be there to support and you know it's not your fault it's not their fault it's it's something that none of us saw this coming when we locked down in, in march and we lost uh um you know the first april and may we thought our oh, by september october we'll back up and running again now but obviously that's that's not happened and here we are in the time of recording the start of november and we're still not back out of it in fact we're going back into it so it's just it's just being sympathetic i think to everyone um don't take it personally it's not a personal thing no one's doing this out of spite this is just something that has to be done and we have to move dates so just i say to my couples just all i ask you is keep me in the loop keep me in the conversation if you have to move a date obviously you've paid the deposit some have paid 50 percent of their money already we don't want to get that back obviously but likewise we don't want them to lose that or lose us as image makers so I just said to my couples, keep me in the conversation. And then the minute we can all get a date that we can agree, we'll just move it across. And, you know, and we'll plan again. We'll start again. So it's just, again, reassurance and just give them confidence that they've made the right decision in booking you. The thing that I'm worried about with uh, lockdown two, as it were, is the kind of time of year of when it is. Notoriously, photographers like me, um, we would be quite busy now like this would be the, the real time the christmas trade getting all those portraits in doing those family portraits you know really if you're a portrait photographer um, and if you do sort of photograph families or do anything like that you can make a good you know chunk of your money and you kind of have to in the kind of october november december time period um and then, you know, because notoriously sort of around sort of January, February, it all kind of goes a bit quiet anyway. So for me, it's just a bit like, oh, so now we're kind of missing out on getting that, you know, that kind of like safety blanket, as it were. We were kind of be like, oh, you you kind of think to yourself, oh, I'll get, a, I'll get the Christmas trade in. Well, the problem is now, even I have got a shoot booked for the 1st of December. I've got that booked in. I don't know whether I'm going to be able to do that for them, but I know it's a family shoot. They booked it way in advance. Um, and so even then, that's getting close to what you can actually turn around in time for Christmas if you're providing prints and things like that. 
So I guess my advice to anyone um, who is in a similar situation to me right now is I think instead of worrying about what we can't do, we need to think about what we can do. And if that means that when we open, whilst you might not be the kind of person that you know sells digital files or anything like that, I would rather be someone that sells digital files and still has a business um, than someone that says, I'm not going to do that and I'm never going to do that. That's fine. I would rather go, okay, with the time that I have left, if I give them a digital file, they might be able to print it out themselves at home or whatever they have, or they might be able to do something that I can't do if my labs are shut. And at least I might have some business. So if we're cutting down the time of what we have left before Christmas, it might mean that we have to do more shoots, but we might have to present the you know our end product in a different way this year. Um, and that's what I'm planning to do. I'm sort of thinking, well, you know, I know it generally takes around sort of 10 working days to get any kind of wall art back in time. Well, if I'm back to work on the first, I've got to do the shoot, I've got to edit it, they've got to view the shoot, they've then got I've then got to set it up for order got to go into production then it's got to be delivered like I mean we're, how how close are we then to actual Christmas day so there's a limit to what I'm going to be able to turn around so instead I'm thinking to myself what can I offer as an alternative I'll do my best to deliver how I usually would but if I can't maybe it's that I just go okay there's a package this year for digital files and it's x amount I don't know that's kind of my only solution really but definitely it's not it's not coming at a good time of year put it that way the weddings I've that have taken place during um, this whole pandemic situation, uh, yeah, they've been very different. So, in terms of the planning and the events, everyone's have to be more mindful about their spatial awareness and dis social distancing, from the caterers to the to the florists arriving to even the guests on the day having to wear masks. Um, I've heard stories about how um, some photographers going to registry offices have to shoot through a window you know, uh, to photograph the ceremony. So it, it really does differ depending on um, which registry office you're going to or the venue you're attending or the church you're at. Um, but yeah, it, the, there's not been really consistent, um, a consistency with what's happening because it's so new to everybody, but everything's just been so dramatically different um, and so much smaller now because the people that are getting married that just want to just get it done or some that have found romance you know during lockdown they just want to commit and get married they've just had small micro weddings so it's shorter days um with stricter guidelines um but hopefully you know still the still the emotion that they want at the end of the day just you know without the big numbers I was fairly fortunate that when we started moving dates from 2020 to 2021, uh, 21 was looking okay, but it wasn't that busy at the minute. So, I, and again, I've got a couple of guys that work for me as well. So if I couldn't move, shoot the date um, from a 2020 date, then we had Abs and Karen to step in. So we've only actually lost three weddings in total from, from postponement. So I've been very lucky in that respect. Um, and again, people that are deciding to push back from early part of no 21 to 22, 22 is even, even quieter. So we've got a lot of option there to, um, to be, you know, to, to be flexible with, with moving dates. And I think that's a good thing. People, a lot of people try and get too much work in, but obviously no one can plan from a global pandemic and what and what's happened. But you can run the risk of if there are any potential problems and you've got already got a full diary next year, there's no movement there. So my advice to people would be maybe start thinking about putting your pricing up. My pricing went up during a pandemic. 
because I thought it's a good chance to do it, reset the reset the the counter, so to speak, um, which means I, I know I shoot less weddings for more money, which freed up more space, which, which has given me the ability to be flexible when it comes to moving dates. So, you know, it's it's a, it's a nice balance of you know earning good money but not working yourself, flogging yourself to death because you're doing eight weddings a week, you know, whatever it is. Um, and being flexible, so I'm, I'm fairly lucky, but I, I do feel for people that are just you know, sole photographers that are shooting 60, 70 weddings a year and already fully booked for next year, and there's no dates to move, and that's a problem that, unfortunately, some people are going to have. I've had to give money back uh, to my brides. It's not much fun, but legally we have to do it, so it's um, just talk to your couples, and again, keep yourself in the conversation when it comes to dates being moved because it's going to benefit you and it's going to benefit them. What effect do you think this will have on your mental health? I think uh, going into lockdown, especially as we're going into the the winter months now, it's going to affect it's going to affect everyone. Just as COVID has affected everyone in most aspects of their lives, um, it's going to it's going to affect people mentally. It's it's being on top of that. It's trying to get on top of that though, and stopping yourself from from the from the anxiety taking over. And there are things that I've kind of learned over the months that have really helped me and that I would love, I'd love to share with your audience. Um, but the main thing I do want to stress is that this is only temporary. That's uh, so what I want to start and end with. I'll start with it. It's that, remember, this is only temporary. And I know that when I get really bogged down and when I get, I get quite anxious that even the littlest of tasks can seem like an uphill struggle. So what I want to start by telling you all is uh, um, I'll give you a few tips. So the first thing is set an alarm, even though you've got nowhere to be, I know, set an alarm anyway. I do this even on my days off. Set an alarm, get up, go for a run or just a walk, maybe just 20 minutes, just 20 minutes. Get back, get changed, Get actually get changed. I go back into your pyjamas or uh, or you know lazy clothes actually dress as if you were going to go out because those little things even just getting dressed putting your socks on just that even just changes my mental state just makes me think I'm getting into sort of a work mode or a, a mode where I need to kind of you know be present and not just be lazy you know um and all of those things I mentioned before like setting an alarm like if I get up too late I feel like I've wasted the, the day so get um so that, that would that would be what I would suggest. And then I can that, and then after all that, then I feel ready. I feel really challenged, motivated because I've had a bit of an exercise. Like you wake up and I don't at the time, I don't feel like I can manage a run. But when I get to the end of it, I feel great. And then I'm ready to start a project or continue a project. And over lockdown, the first lockdown, I did quite a few um, projects that only would have been stemmed because of COVID. Um, one of which was I um, did a photo shoot with people coming uh, virtually coming into my studio. I hooked up my camera to uh, um, my EOS utility, or if it's a Nikon or any other brand, you know, most camera brands, you can launch an app on your, on your screen and you can do kind of live shooting, live tethering. And I had people come on via Zoom and they had control of my mouse and then they were taking my portrait over the internet. But I wouldn't have thought of that unless we had COVID. So I said, to, I, I, I'm pretty sure I said this on the previous, your previous podcast, but in case people um, didn't see it, that with 
COVID has made me more creative, probably the most creative I've ever been because you have limitations. And limitations can be a good thing. They can be a good thing because if you have too many resources, then it's sometimes it's hard to be creative. So for me, limitations make me more creative. So maybe only having access to your flash gun, only having access to your one light, only having one lens and maybe creating a project with that because I think that is one of the key things is to keep yourself busy. Keeping yourself busy is going to going to really help your mental state. Um, another tip would be limit social media, limit how much social media you are looking at, because I know fully well too much of that can hinder your creativity, especially if you're stuck indoors and you're just comparing your behind the scenes to everyone else's highlight reel. So I think you should cap your social media as well. That's that's another tip I would say. Um, another project that I did, which is probably easy for everyone to do. I know that my um, my portrait challenge where people are coming in, that's quite technical, but something that I think everyone can do is maybe do a self-portrait and maybe do a self-portrait challenge with a friend, you know, get your friend to do it as well. And then you can compare. But that is something I did over lockdown as well. I did I did some self-portraits in the studio. Um, this time, it's actually going to be a little bit different. I'm now in a new home. Um, before, I was at my parents' house, which had my studio attached to it. Now, I don't have access to my studio. I the uh, t- Two nights ago, I grabbed as much gear from, the, from my studio as I could. So I've got a collapsible background, one light, um, a couple of lenses, and, and that's it. So I'm going to see how creative I can be um, in my kitchen, in my living room, which I guess is obviously, um, which I guess is what a lot of people will have access to. I was very lucky the first time around to have access to my studio, but you know, if I've got a, if I've got one backdrop and one light, I've got a studio in my eyes and I can, I'll see how creative I can be, be with that. My mental health is pretty good. If I'm honest, uh, my wife is actually a mental health uh community nurse so she keeps me in check so i'm a good place but i'm a glass half full type person anyway um i don't let a lot of things affect me mentally um i go to the gym and i box twice a week so that's a really good uh venture for me to release any frustrations out there i take it out on a 120 kilo bag which is always really really good fun um but then again it's just trying to it's a positive mental attitude if you let it get to you it will get to you um if you take it personally it will get to you this is not a personal thing this is not you know us against them or them against us this is just a situation we've been forced into um by the powers that be and it's, it's completely out of our control if i can control something and it's going wrong then it will affect me. And I'm thinking I'm doing something wrong. And this is the reason why it's not working, but because this is not my fault and I can't control it, then I just, I just roll with the punches. And that's, that goes back to boxing. I just literally have to roll with the punches. If you let things affect you mentally, it will get in your head. It's like a little seed that will, it will see the doubt. Um, don't let it get in your head. Um, be positive. Think of positive things to do. If you focus on negativity, negativity grows a lot faster than positivity. Focus on the small things, focus on the positive things, and that will help keep you on a level, nice level balance. It's okay to have bad days. It's okay to have bad days. Have a bad week, you know, mentally switch off and think, oh, you know what, sorry, I'm not going to work this week, or I'm going to have the rest of the day off and go and play on my Xbox. That's cool. You need that, and you need to go for a run, go to the gym. Obviously, you no, know, can't go to the gyms from tomorrow, but you know, go for a run, go out and get some fresh air, reset and recalibrate and, and go again and go harder. But don't. if you have a bad day, it's okay. 
it's absolutely fine. But just make sure you have more good days than bad. How do I think this will affect my mental health? That is a really, really good question. Um, and something that is always on my mind. I mean, I I would be lying if I said it hasn't. The last six months have been incredibly hard. Um, I, um, I am someone who has had has experienced mental health issues in my family um, and I studied at university alongside some other subjects so my, my whole life growing up and learning I've tried to understand it better uh, why we feel the way we do why we get down why we feel the need to to do certain things because of the way our mindset is so um, it's I think this the important factor is again to concentrate on positives to focus on things that you can control because we have no control over this situation um none of us do and it is it's horrible uh, there's been many times where you know it'd be live i said you don't get reduced to tears because you think everything i've built and it's all gone um and it feels like it's all gone and even though someone's just put a big fat finger on the pause button right now but um that's what it feels like because you you know seven years I've been full-time doing this 10 years working for large clients and it's just yeah it can get very depressing but you mustn't let that get to you you mustn't you mustn't let that eat at you because if you do you'll just spend your days in bed uh, and not want to achieve anything and that's not what we're about as people who are creatives we have to focus on creating things and making things uh, I don't know about you guys but for me when I'm with my camera and I'm making something, it doesn't matter what it is, uh, I'm so happy. Like I, it's just, it's the one thing that makes me feel like I have control of the situation and I'm achieving what I want to achieve. Um, and and yes, um, another lockdown does take that away, but you mustn't mustn't let that get to you and, and get in your head. You've got to stay focused on what you can do and what you can achieve. So how I think this could affect my mental health is, um, well, to be honest, that has been the thing that mostly I have been planning for. Um, so the last, well, pretty much since we could move again, which was for us, I think it was June the 15th. <laughs> I think it was June the 15th. I've stored that in my head because I knew that's exactly when we could get back in the studio. Um, for me, I was so worried or you know concerned I should say worried's not the right word I mean I'm, it's out of my hands but I had this feeling that this was going to come back and happen again and what I didn't want to happen is I did not want the same repeat of sitting indoors staring at the wall or just, just sitting in the garden and because thank goodness the weather was as nice as it was first lockdown now we can't sit in the garden like yeah it's, it's horrible out there it's dark and winter's coming that's when I was like oh this is not going to be fun so since then we have been out filming 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 like absolute lunatics and all we've been doing is storing it away haven't even edited the photos haven't edited the video done no voiceover no nothing because we felt that if we, I think the biggest thing for us was a lack of routine as well. So for us, we felt like, right, if we can store all this stuff away, if God forbid this should happen again, here we are, um, at least we can make a bit of a work day. We can pretend it's a bit of a work day. So we can get up and start with a bit of an edit and then we can, I can, you know, go edit some pictures. We can do some, some more video and we can give ourselves a bit of a structured day and actually feel like perhaps we had got 
somewhere at the end of it. I know that my mental health is never very good when I feel like I haven't achieved anything. I always sort of, it could be really small and I'm not, I'm not saying like it's got to be anything massive, but it could be tidying a room. It could be sorting something out. It could be, you know, whatever. But that little sense of achievement, I think goes a long way for me. Um, so I was just really kind of, I don't want this to happen again. I don't want to be sitting inside going nuts. I mean, it doesn't, <laughs> doesn't help the fact that we are having the downstairs of our house ripped to shreds. Um, so we knew that we were going to just be, oh, sorry, my email. Um, it didn't help that we were just, we're literally living in two rooms. Like I'm in my bedroom, as you can see. Um, so we were like, whoa, okay, this is going to be heavy. Um, so we're just trying to plan as much as possible. It's having that something to do. And I think where possible, I don't know if this would help other people, but I still feel like if you can, if you can get up, get in the shower, get a bit of a something going, it's so easy to just roll out of bed, open the biscuits and then just go back to bed and watch TV or whatever. Of course, it's really easy. And I am, I mean, salute to all the people that haven't lost the first lockdown weight and are now coming into the next one, me. Um, like, it's just, it's difficult. That's what we did. And sometimes, you know, when there's nothing else good going on, then that's what you do. But where you can, if you can just still try to maybe get up at the same time every day, get in the shower, try and think, what can I do today? Could I break this down that maybe I could work on my website a little bit? Maybe I can edit those photos that I never got time to do. Maybe I'll re-edit those photos that I did back then and just wonder, maybe I'll learn a new style of editing. Maybe I'll watch YouTube. Maybe I'll do this and you know, teach myself something. I think it's when we sit there and just nothing. That's when I think it really goes bad, especially as we're creatives and we're the sort of people that like to create. We like to do something. So I think for me, um, I hope, I know it's not going to be good. Um, it's not going to be good, of course, um, and it will get to me and I will start climbing the walls. But I've tried to prepare for that based on my experiences prior in the previous lockdown. So, um, yeah, <laughs> that's kind of where I am this has really highlighted the importance of mental health um, and how um, we need, really need to focus more on our mental health, even more so now than ever before. Like I, I, as a big uh, advocate of mental health, um, I, I really believe that we really do need to find ways to be able to understand not just our physical health, but our mental health, but the stress and anxieties from this pandemic at the moment, it's, it's so stressful for people that and the anxieties are so high that it's very important right now more than ever to to really put your attention and focus on your own mental health, you know, our partners, our children, um, our families as well, because um, some people um, are just confined to the home and they can't leave the home, you know, unless they're going on an exercise or on a walk. And for some people that's um, that's unbearable because, you know, a lot of people will suffer with cabin fever or claustrophobia and, um you know, some people really struggle. So how am I going to be coping? Um, I find that by helping others, I actually help myself. So by reaching out to other photographers, um, speaking to my couples, um, calling my friends, I find that just by by giving um, to others, I find that it's a just a beautiful way of just bringing myself up as well. So sometimes, um, you know, you give, you get even more. At the start of lockdown, we started, uh, me and a few photographer friends, because we missed out on the conventions, we started playing on our Xboxes. We started actually, we started playing Fortnite. Um, 
And so we're a 40, group of 40-year-old blokes playing Fortnite at, you know, half past 10 at night for an hour or two. And we're using that as a bit of a release. We're taking the mickey out of each other. It's all about the banter. And that's helped keep, that's, sorry, that's helped kept me in a in a good place because I've missed I, I'm a social character I shoot I shoot weddings um and I've really missed that the banter I've really missed the banter I, I have with people at weddings and to get on you know and just have an hour on, on a on a games console a night just to release and just forget about everything that's happening is a really good avenue just for because it's, it's just a laugh and we have a you know, sometimes we sit and drink whiskey when we're playing it and we progressively get worse and our scores reflect that the more whiskey we drink um but it's just nice to hang out and just talk crap for a couple of hours a night and that's, that's been a really really good thing another tip that i would say is uh something that i learned watching a random youtube video about building a desk i don't know how why this came into it but it was um working 90 minute segments and i actually really loved this so i actually set an alarm uh or um a countdown time on my phone for 90 minutes and so i might then spend 90 minutes doing some editing when the timer goes off stop and do something else, go on to do something else rather than one hour, because sometimes I need a bit longer than an hour to kind of get, get into an edit, Nick or no. And then after 90 minutes, I might do 90 minutes of housework. I do think that the, the key to happiness is harmony. I was going to say progression, but it's actually harmony. I think it's finding a balance with everything around you. So finding a balance of being creative and making sure that um, the house is tidy. Uh, and for me, that is important because if I've got a tidy house or tidy workspace, then not only do I feel better, but my fiance feels better when she comes through the door. <laughs> um, and, uh, so I think having harmony and, uh, um, is a good way of working as well. Working in 90 minute segments. And another thing I would say is, uh, keeping in touch with family and friends. And I know that that's might sound fairly obvious. But one thing that I would suggest in this day and age is book in with a friend at a certain time that you're going to call them like a meeting. And I know that might sound weird that you're booking in with a friend to talk to them, you know, socially, um, booking it in the diary, like a meeting, but me and my, my friend, we, we say this all the time, you know, before lockdown, when we were both quite busy, we always say to each other, if it's not booked in, it's not going to happen. So we even book in, talking on the phone like I, uh, w- I i will book it in so that's maybe something that i will suggest because if it's in your diary or your calendar then you're way more likely to actually do it so even just booking it in maybe that'll help that's one thing that um i would try and do as well and then the last thing be kind to yourself accept that you don't you don't have control over this except that you, there is not a lot you can do, unfortunately, other than be safe, wear a mask, et cetera. We know the rules, but accept that this is what it is. And just be kind to yourself, but go easy on yourself because this is temporary. I know I said, I, I said I would end with this, but remember this is only temporary. We will go back to normal eventually. It's just a hit, hitch in the road, but we'll, we can all get through this together. You can DM me if you really want to have a, have a chat with me. More than happy to have a chat with you. But obviously, go to your friends and family first. Book in with them if, the, if that's what it takes to actually get them on the phone or get them on a video call. And don't be afraid to, yeah, just chat about how you feel. Okay, so yeah, that's, you know, it's a very good point. There will be people that will be experiencing 
mental health issues for the first time, people that probably believed that they would never feel like that, that would never feel uh, depressed or down about things. Uh, and all of a sudden it's hit them like a ton of bricks. Um, yeah, uh, I mean, I've seen that with friends. I've seen that with colleagues um, that I haven't seen since the start of this. And people, you know, we're all communicating, we're chatting with each other, chatting with each other and, and catching up best we can um, and trying to stay focused. So for people that are out there that are feeling lost and don't know what to do, you've got to talk to people, um, whether that's your partner, your family, your your colleagues, people that you even look up to. OK, I've been chatting to so many people through social media and so on just people that want to have a chat um be, and i think that's very very important that we communicate because bottling it up is not good for anyone so um that's for all those out there that feel like oh you know i've i've lost things and i feel you know depressed and so on don't be ashamed to talk to people because we're all in the same boat that's the thing like all i could list off uh, 15 names of photographers that you wouldn't even believe are people that are now so worried that they feel sick inside um and it's just it's so sad but we have to stick together in that sense um and we have to just support one another so um focusing on what you can control I think is the best way uh, as well as communicating how you feel, but focusing on creating things. So for example, there are, there are, okay, it's a lockdown, right? But there are tons of things you can still do with your camera. Okay. You can still do a million different shoots in the house. Um, you can still do stuff in your local park. I mean, up here in, up here where I live in Scotland, um, we're allowed within our sort of area. Um, and that means that there's a wealth of parks. There's a wealth of walks. There's, there's so much stuff you can do and still keep invigorated in wanting to use your camera um, and creating things. Okay. You're not going to be a millionaire from it, but it will keep your, your head right. Okay. So if you're out there and you're creating things, you might not be getting paid for it. And I know that's hard because it's hard when you, when you think about it that way, but there's so many things you can do and get a sense of achievement from. And I think that's, massively important going back to going back to banner i mean the first wedding i shot in august um when we the first proper wedding i did in august we um i knew the bride quite well from a previous life uh we used to work together in a camera shop and then i just started you know just i started i, I just with the banter and now we're having fun i said guys i've got four months of pent-up banter in me so good luck it's all going to come out today and it's just <laughs> so I was, I was on uh so nan she uh, had a nice set of false teeth and I'm just saying, oh, and I guess a big smile. I said, those teeth yours? And all of a sudden it, the whole place just kind of rolled up because they were obviously, they were, they were false teeth and it just got everyone laughing. I'm like, oh, you know, it's so good to have a little bit of banter with people and get back to it. And I've, no, that, I've, that was a good thing to go and shoot some weddings and get back to it and have a, have a proper laugh with people. Sometimes it is the littlest things will will change your mental state as i say like just setting an alarm getting up and going for a walk like how simple is that to do but when you're in such a bad mental state that is an uphill struggle just going for a walk like that can feel hard and and tough to do even on the surface it would sound so simple but yeah um i've, I've i also sometimes write a to-do list and sometimes it's easy to forget at the end of the day how much you've done and having a to do this of like going for a walk, doing this. And as I say, breaking them up in 90 minute segments really helps me and makes me feel like I have achieved more in that day rather than spent eight hours editing one project, you know, spend 90 minutes doing that project, then spend 90 minutes doing something else, something else, something else. And then it feels like in your head, feels like you've done way more. 
What have you learned from the last lockdown that might help you and our listeners get through this one? Things that I learned from the last lockdown were um, really for myself, um, how much I had to keep myself busy. Um, that was a thing. I mean, in some in some respects, it was kind of good because it did make me it did make me stop. Um, and because because we had to, I was like, I haven't done that. For 15 years, because every day I've had to go in next, 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 next. There has never been a time where it was acceptable to just stop. Like there was ne never, you know, even if you took a week off, you, it was your week off holiday, or if you took two weeks off or whatever, you knew you were getting back to it. But this was kind of like, well, the end, and everyone was the same. So it's not as if suddenly I had this, I have um, what I wonder if anybody else has, um, which is self employed guilt. Um, which is what I call it. So, um, and I, I think it's that feeling of when you go and you go to a job, you go and you go when you're, you turn up when you're told to turn up and then you go home and then you get your paycheck at the end of it. And that's it. I feel like when you're self-employed, there's, that never happens. You kind of, you always get this feeling of if you take time off, the guilt starts to come in. Should I be doing this? Could I be doing more? does this mean that I'm lazy? Should I be working harder? Like all these things started to come into my head um, and, and had been there for such a long time that actually lockdown just put an end to self-employed guilt. It just didn't happen because I was like, well, I'm not at work, but no one else is at work. And actually I'm being told not to go to work. That has never happened before being told don't go to work. Um, so that was a, a, a real weird experience for me to sort of like shake some of that self-employed guilt that I'd had all of those years. Um, and it made me sort of think about how I was running my business and was I really, was, was I firing on all cylinders? Was I just doing things for the sake of it? You didn't, you know, up until that point, you know what it's like. We all know what it's like. Life just happens. And we're so busy running around doing life that we just, in the end, forget. And there's only when you stop, you go, oh, I actually don't even like doing this. <laughs> you know, but you just get caught in the cycle. Um, so it made me look at things a little bit more differently. It made me look at things to think, okay, what, what what's important? What is it that's really important to me right now? And that doesn't necessarily have to be within my business. That could be personally, that could be a whole bunch of other things too. Um, so it gave me the time to actually look inwards for once and go, what, Hannah, do you actually want? <laughs> because rather than just doing stuff and kind of going, yeah, yeah, this is fine. This is fine. This is, this is how I, yeah, how I want it. It made me really stop and do that. So that, that I found beneficial. So I would say to people, whilst none of us want to be in this position, none of us want to be in this position at all. If for a second we were to go, and if let's say, for instance, someone gave you the opportunity and said to you, once this is over and you can start again, would you really want to be going back to the life that you were leading before this happened? Exactly the same. If you do, great. But if you don't, like, what is it that you're going to change? What are you doing out of obligation? What are you doing just for the sake of it? What are you doing that you didn't even realize you were doing that was just routine? So I think maybe some of the, sometimes it might just give you the minute, it just give you a minute 
to kind of stop and think to myself, am I happy doing this? What would I, if I go straight back, it's like, okay, right, back to work, everyone, back to your life that you had before. Are you going to be happy with that or do you want to change something? Um, and certainly for me, I, I, there was a couple of things that I, I wanted to change. Um, I realised I love being busy, but I love being productive busy. I don't like to do things that just were, you know, just piled on to me because it's like, oh, she'll do it. She'll give it to Hannah. She'll do it. And I was I was taking it out of obligation. I'll be like, yeah, I will do it. You know, I'll do it. I was the reliable person that everybody gave everything to. And then I'm like, hang on, wait, I don't want to do this. Um, it's just that because I, I'd kind of, because I kept doing it and I didn't say no, it kept getting given to me, if you see what I mean. So I would say kind of just have a quick check to see if things are exactly how you want them to be. And if you if they're not, is there anything that you can do about that um, is the first thing. Um, a bit more practical, I suppose, going on to um, the next thing would be, is everything in line for your business um, how you want it to be? So, for instance, have you not got a profile picture up on your uh, website? Like, because you've been so busy, you've been running around as if you've got time to do it yourself. No chance. You've been so busy, you photograph everyone else. No way you're going to have a profile picture. And it's certainly not one that's up to date. Well, guess what? You've got four weeks, guys, and <laughs> you've got the self-timer and you can do that. That is something that you can do. Um, so get get a photo. I would say that. I will say to everyone, it drives me mad, especially if you're a portrait photographer or you deal with people. Please put a picture of yourself on the website because people are going to feel, they get the feel of, am I going to connect with this person? Now, if you're thinking to yourself, oh, wow, this is not good advertising because I don't think, I don't want people to think they're going to end up looking like me. Get it, right? But that's not how it works. What's actually happening instead is that you're saying to people, hey, look, I know this is tough and you have to sit in front of it, but hey, I'm here doing it. And hopefully you're looking at my picture kind of going, yeah, I think that, yeah, she looks friendly or I feel like I'll be relaxed around her or I could get a really moody one and or whatever it is, whatever you want to give off. So maybe think about that. If you haven't got one, maybe just get one. Um, do it yourself. You've got everyone's got timers. Everyone's got phones. You can do whatever. Just get something out there. Um, and I guess is your website how you want it to be? That's something that I always. I'm like, oh, as if I've got time to do my website. As if I'm so busy. I'm running around doing all this stuff. Well, it works. People are booking in. So why would I need to change it? Oh, oh, all that two years worth of work that I haven't even uploaded to my website. How about that? Should we start there? You know, there's things like that that I just put off and put off and put off. And something that I really, really want to say here that is really important is that really made a difference to me. Google Places. Now, if you have a premises, or even if you don't, if you're working from somewhere, or even if you, you're basing your business at your home address or whatever it is, I know it's a bit weird. I mean, I don't, I, I would feel funny about that having my home address there, but wherever you're, if you've registered your business for your accountants, whatever it is, get yourself a Google Places website uh, or a page, I should say, and ask, you can upload photos, you can upload offers, you can upload videos, you can upload anything. I know what I'm like. I'm lazy. If I'm looking for something, I'd whack it into Google and I'm like, right, what comes up first? Okay. And then what do we do? We go to the reviews section. So why don't we in this time call our clients and just just send a quick email or a text to our clients and go, hey guys, look, as you can probably imagine, things aren't wonderful for me right now. You know that shoot that we had um, and I know that you really liked your images or that I hope that it's been working well for you. Would you mind just writing me like a, a, a just a one line review just on Google Places just to sort of say how your experience was with me? It would be so helpful to me right now. 
that costs nothing. What's the worst that can happen? They say no. You know, <laughs> but I do ask, I do ask my clients, even before COVID, I would just say to people, hey guys, like, you know, or they'd say something really nice. They'd drop me a really nice email or say something really nice to me. And I'd say to them, oh, that's so kind. Oh, that's amazing. Thank you so much. Look, if you get a second, there's no rush. If you wouldn't mind, totally get it if you don't want to. But if you could, whatever you just wrote to me in that email, if you could just pop that in a review for me on my Google Places, that would be awesome. And it would really help me out. So I think that is something else that you can do over these next four weeks is just contact your previous clients. And most people, I mean, I don't think I've, I don't think I've had one person that hasn't done it. You know, just because it's a, it's like, yeah, sure. If someone, if someone found your service, like you gave good service or they enjoyed what you did, or you know what it's like, you have a good meal somewhere. You're not going to go, no, I'm not going to do that. You'd be like, yeah, sure. I'll do that. I've got time because <laughs> everyone has time right now. So I think that is another thing that can really make a difference for when we are ready to hit the go button again. If you've got a whole heap of wonderful reviews on your Google Places page, that might just be the difference with a client. If they were like your price matched with someone else, they like your work with someone else. If you've got like, I don't know, 15 good reviews and someone else has one, well, they're probably going to swing that way. So now is a good time. People have got time. They're sitting around. They want to do something to help. As we were just saying before we were recording this, we feel better when we're helping someone else too. So yeah, we all want to help each other right now. So I think that is something that would really be beneficial for everyone, um, which doesn't cost anything and is super easy to do just to contact some clients and just ask them to write two lines. So hopefully that is something and I need to do that too um, because mine are a bit out of date. So I'm going to do that too. The top three tips that I learned in lockdown last time. Wow. Um, I think just slow, slow the pace down. I mean, I, I used to shoot, well, yeah, back in the day. As a company, we shoot about 70 weddings a year. So the fact that I've only shot six, um, five, sorry, since since March, I've enjoyed it a lot more. I've been, I felt fresher when I've gone to the shoot. I felt, um, you know, I, I felt I've given a better service. I think I've, I've been, the images, I'm really happy with the images, so I haven't lost it. Um, so I won't be as busy moving forwards. So I'm looking to you know, do less weddings and so I'm remarketing myself to charge a bit more money to shoot less weddings moving forward because I've really enjoyed being at home with the family. It's been, it's been lovely. It's been, a, you know, homeschooling is never fun, but it's been nice to be, to be there and, and do that. Also, I think we need to connect with each other more. It's been great. I mean, I mean, at the start, the, the Zoom quiz was great and then we all got fed up with a Zoom quiz, if I'm honest, but it was nice to just chat. Again, go back to the social aspect of things. So I think we need to make more of an effort with our friends and family to, you know, and you can reflect on that. And that's, that's a good thing. And then the third thing um, is just enjoy it. You know, we're never going to get this time back. We're never going to get this amount of free time back. And it's been lovely just to be a dad, be at home, you know, and do the things that most people get to do. Because, as you know, in social photography aspects, we're working most evenings and weekends, miss out on a lot of stuff. So I think just get back to, you know, I've maybe said it on this podcast before we spend a lifetime photographing other people's families we forget about our own and I think you know that is a good thing at the minute that we've remembered why we do it and not because we're not out shooting everyone else I've been photographing this family more so I've, I've been really enjoying that so I'm going to slow down a lot more going forward 
the top three things I think I've taken from the last lockdown that, that hopefully I can pass on and help others um, is the ability to adapt to this situation. And by that, I mean, for me, um, I've worked for some very, very large clients for the last few years. And it's, you know, they, that it's not, this whole situation closed down all their marketing departments, you know, shut all that line of work. So I had to then look at other things. And as I was saying, that's when I looked at smaller businesses, businesses I never would have even considered. Um, and I took up all those, um, those leads that people have given me, you know, like the local tattoo parlor who's messaged me uh, on Instagram or, you know, the barbershop that said, wow, they're fantastic photos of, of something. I've, I've followed them and I have gone, oh, would you like me to help you? Because right now I'm not doing anything. Um, and I would love to be able to give my skills to, to, to you. Um, and that was, yeah. I mean, one of them in particular was, was amazing following that. So I've actually had, in fact, yeah, I've, I've had some of my best photography experiences working for some of these people and it's completely different. Um, so yeah, I could, that's a huge bonus. Uh, if you can open your mind to doing something a bit different because as it is, you know, I'm known for motorsport. I'm known for capturing action. And all of a sudden I'm doing portraits in the center of Glasgow uh, with a barber in his barber's chair. Like that's not something I would normally do. Like that's completely different. So yeah, be open to different things. Um, the other thing I would say is from, I, I mean, money's a, money's a sensitive topic with us all, um, but try not to let that eat away at you. Try not to focus on it. Um, I know there has been some help for people in our situation um, and things might seem dire, but you'll always find a way. Um, and don't be ashamed to do other things to bulk up your income. So uh, by that, I mean getting a little part-time job, uh, doing something in uh, for an essential business that is running. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. Um, just because you're proud doesn't mean you can't do that. So, um, because you'll be better off in your mind if you know you're busy. Um, and then what that will do um, is your photography will be that passion that you know it is. It won't just be this hindrance that's costing you a ton of money, i.e. the camera kit sitting there doing nothing, not earning you money. Um, when in fact, because you're out earning enough money to pay all your bills, the camera kit is once again, your love, your, you know, what you want to create things with. So that might sound a bit strange, but um for me, it's the fact that I've been doing a lot of my time uh, web design, which is not fun. Um, I don't massively enjoy it, but it's a way to earn money. Uh, and it has meant that at the weekend or in the evenings, if I see something and I think, oh, I'm going to get some photos of this and get some photos of that, then I actually want to enjoy picking up my camera. Um, okay, so that would be the second thing. So be proud, but also don't be, you know, don't be ashamed of yourself if you have to go do something to make money that isn't photography, okay? It's is very difficult um third one for me is more of a mental mental health um thing really which is to always communicate the way you feel uh, there's nothing wrong with telling people how you feel um that's loved ones or friends or just yeah just there's nothing wrong with it at all um be open with others um the other thing is do not let yourself get in your own head and by that I mean do not let yourself drag yourself down with I can't do this anymore this is ruined I'm never going to do this I'm never going to be the famous photographer I wanted to be um having that mindset is just counterproductive um and it's very hard to snap out of so uh just talk to people share things um if you have a hobby focus on that hobby anything to try and get yourself out of a rut okay because this isn't going to be forever it feels like it is and now they've but the second lockdown, it certainly does feel like it will be for a long while longer, but this isn't forever. So um, 
we will get out of it and we'll all be able to do what we want to do and focus on. So in the meantime, you've got to look after yourself and look after your mindset and stay positive as best you can and focus on what you can control. First thing would be um, mental health. Uh, uh, second thing would be physical health. And the third would be using the time uh, to invest back into the business. So just back again on the topic of mental health, I, I really do believe that it's so important right now for us to make sure we're being kinder to ourselves uh, because of the anxieties being so high right now um, and understanding our needs and just listening to our bodies and, um, you know, trying to be more aware and maybe even emotionally intelligent. If we feel like we need a bit of a break, then it's okay to say that, you know, I'm feeling a bit down, maybe call a friend, um, maybe speak to family, just acknowledge that there's no shame in that. Um, just, you know, just try to be a friend to yourself, just as you would be, you know, to a friend outside of your outside of your bubble. Um, in terms of physical health, yeah, being confined to you know the home and just being able just to go for a walk, you know, it's it's not enough, you know, to really feel like you're um, you're healthy. So you know, just try and do something at home. You know, try and do a little gardening if you have a garden. If you're at home, maybe do the Joe Wicks workout or there's some incredible personal trainers on YouTube doing free workouts to really help people stay mentally and physically fit during this time. So, you know, just, you know, make the most of that. Um, and that's just a great free resource. And there are so many free resources right now to help with physical health and mental as well. Um, the third thing I think I mentioned was business and investing my time back into the business that was um, one of the key things that really helped me during the first lockdown. Uh, an analogy I heard from a photographer uh, called Katie Mary, which just blew my mind is when you think about an athlete, say for example, Serena Williams, when you think about Serena Williams, when she's playing tennis on the court and she's won a championship, do you think she just goes home and just doesn't play tennis until the next time she's on court in the next competition? No, she doesn't. So for me, wanting to be the best photographer I can be and, and and working so hard on my creativity, it's important for us right now to think like an athlete. So if you're genuinely passionate about what you're doing and you really want to be the best artist that you can be, no, no matter what type of genre you're in, you know, just think like an athlete. And an athlete practices every day. They're disciplined. They're focused. So just ask yourself, what would, your, what would your favorite athlete do? And if you want to instill that discipline within yourself, I promise you, you're going to see some phenomenal growth with your work. How do you think we can better prepare ourselves for any future lockdowns or similar situations? How can we prepare ourselves for future, for if this happens uh, in the future, um, any future lockdowns? That is really, really difficult because I'm very much a person that deals with things as they happen. So I don't sit there thinking of what will happen and the negatives that are coming. I'll wait and see. And when it's concrete and I know that that's what's happening, I'm like, right, let's deal with this. Um, that could just be the way that I prepare my mindset for, because otherwise if you think too far in the future and you think this is going to be on forever, you're just, <laughs> uh, it's not good. So um, I think, yeah, I like to prepare to, for things as they happen. Uh, but obviously, there is certain things you can do on the lead up. I mean, as long as we keep our skills fresh, um, think of ways that we can create things around the home. Um, I mean, there are, for example, okay, so this this is actually a business that is still 
um, in, the, in our photography business, something that still happens, product photography, um, companies are still sending out products to be photographed. So that is still a side of the industry that is still operational. Um, there are still shops that need to have their stock, you know, stock photographed and so on. And that can happen after hours, even in a closed environment. Okay. We are still allowed to work. That is the important thing. Um, and even when these happen, they can't let the economy destroy itself. We still need to work. So there are loads of stuff that you could, there's loads of stuff you can put yourself forward for um, and maybe study up during this time to see, you know, make sure that you're ready for it. For example, there are still a ton of film productions and television productions happening. Um, recently, a couple of weeks ago, it was the Road Traffic Scotland um, productions and we everyone's masked up, but we were still working, like still doing exactly what we would have done pre-lockdown. So you can't think that it's the end because it's not the end. Everyone's adapting and we are not the only industry. So you've got to look at everything else and find ways to fit yourself into that um, and find ways to bring your skills um, in this in this current situation. So yeah, I know it sounds crazy because I sound like I'm saying prepare, but you don't know what you're preparing for, but that's kind of what uh, <laughs> uh, I'm just trying to say, like be positive and react to things as they, as they happen. Don't just don't think of the worst, think of what you can still do during this kind of situation. For me, thinking about if this was to happen again and how we could sort of prepare ourselves, um, I feel in a totally different place now. I mean, I can only, it seems like always bringing this back to me, but I guess I'm here to say what I've done. Um, but it really has made a difference. And that's the only reason I sort of want to share it and push that to other people is that I worked as in in a way that was preparing for another lockdown. I saw these few months as like, go, you know, like go, 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 go. And I was expecting it. Now that did have a detrimental effect in some to some degree as well, because I was always kind of like, ah, running around, kind of like that, that that wasn't wonderful. I'm not saying it's you know without failure, because that was definitely the way that COVID kind of got to me. So I was always a bit kind of like, ah, you know, a bit manic. But that said, now in a weird way, I'm so tired today and we have so much to work through. For me, in a way, I'm kind of like, ah, oh, we've got four weeks to now just be here and work through all of this work that we've done. I'm actually quite looking forward to it. Now, I'm not looking forward to not having any income, but I can't do anything about that. Like, there's nothing I can do about that. So instead, I'm just kind of going, right, all right, you know, <laughs> baked beans and toast it is. Like, and just to try and... I'm actually kind of, there's images that I've made, there's videos we've created, there's things that we've done that I'm quite excited about. I'm quite excited to see the images, but I just, at the time, I just went, no, Hannah, just put them away, do the next one, do the next one, do the next one. So I would say to people, of course I get it. Of course, of course, of course, we're in business. We need to make money. Um, there is some help. I know a little bit of help. I know loads of us fall through the holes, et cetera, but I know there's a little bit more help coming if you're self-employed, if anyone is, I'm a limited company, but yeah, whatever. Point is, if it when when we <laughs> when you have that date and it will come, that date of when it's like you can trade again, we'll be like, okay, great, off we go. For me, I would say to people, go for it. Be prepared for the fact that it might happen again. So, don't know whether you want to do something a little bit different financially or whatever it is that you want to do. But for your sanity, if nothing else. Go shoots and test shoots. Shoots and test shoots. Don't edit them. Put them away. Just 
put them away and try and hopefully you'd be so busy kind of with all those clients that wanted to see you before but couldn't that you'll be doing that but just do one or two test shoots just call someone models are so like out of work at the moment they 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 are kind of like I just want to shoot (laughs) you know people want to do that makeup artists everyone all the creatives are kind of going I just want to do something so get together shoot something but instead of going through every single picture and editing every single one maybe split the session in half edit some now and then just put some away because where if and when this does happen again it does mean that you've got something to pull out of the bag and what you could do is you could do a blog post about it you could say how you lit it or who the people are or what you enjoyed about it or what your thought was behind the shoot at least you've got something to work on which hopefully might make you feel a little bit better because let's face it we can't do anything we can't do anything other other than do the things that we did the first time around in lockdown which was yeah okay cool we're all making sure that our websites are up to date we're all doing this we're all doing that we've done that now now what well we can't do anything else and we can't make we can't do anything else within our power to make people come to us and book in if people are scared to go out if people don't want their pictures done this year whatever it is you can't do anything more than make sure that everything that you have your COVID secure guidelines are up to date and they're on your website. That's another thing too. Um, you know, get those up there. I took pictures of my space two days ago because I and you know I made the space, I photographed it in such a way so people knew they were coming into a place where they could social distance. Show them, take the picture of the studio, show them it's nice, clean, everything's organized. Other than that. You can't do anything else. And that's the way that I do it. I can put my hand on my heart and go, I can't do anything else because my business looks presentable. It's up to date. I've done everything that I can. It's out of my hands now. And I accept that. So from that point onwards, I just have to not sit around and cry, but to try to create something positive. Do a blog post, do something else. Do a blog post about if you're a wedding photographer, do one of your weddings like, or you know, whatever it is. If you did a recent shoot with a family, write about it. If you get permission to share some of the images, write about that. Because of course, that's always going to help to drive traffic too. So little things like that, just be, for me, I would say, keep a little something back that you can work on. I hope, I really hope that we don't end up in this position again. I have a feeling that we might be one more before the spring. Um, I don't know when that will be. I really hope I'm wrong. I really hope I'm wrong. But I really hope that I was wrong about this too. So I would just say try to just hold something back that you have something to work on that's going to make you feel excited. So whatever it is, if you like editing pictures, then just keep some back. As tempted as it is to like go, oh, I'm going to do all this now try to hold some back because then you'll be excited to get it out again and you'll go all right lockdown so I'm going to be having a lot of spare time oh now's a good time to pull these out oh I'm looking forward to this have that little something that you can hopefully get a little bit of joy out of if you can you know many of us like myself um you know we've been focusing on one niche like one industry so me myself I'm a wedding photographer which you all know um so i have not really been diversifying my income so from the first lockdown it's really highlighted the importance of me trying to diversify my income or maybe uh pivoting my work and understanding and thinking about my skills um and the skills that we all have and what's transferable skills that we can apply to other things to help diversify our income so say for example so those of us that are watching um that, that photograph weddings 
a wedding photographer has um, quite a few skill sets. They're a portrait photographer, a product photographer, um, an environmental photographer, um, um, you know, architectural photographer as well. So all of these skills, you can apply them to different industries. So I, I could use my skills and um, approach um, estate agents who would still be working at the moment. Um, and that's something we're always going to need as well. Maybe, um, you know, one of the other skills, like, you know, like product photography, you know, for us that photograph details at weddings or lay flats or whatever, you know, reach out to a business, a local business that would be suffering and struggling at this time. And they're going to need content. Every business will need more content now than ever because they're going to have such a reduction in their, you know, in their business, their turnover and their walk-in traffic. So reach out to local businesses, ask them, you know, can I get some content for you? You know, I'd love to work together with you. And, um, you know, maybe think of a, of a package we can approach businesses to help diversify your income and use those transferable skills of the product photography for florists or for details or jewelry shops. So just think about the transferable skills that you have that you can help diversify your income which, you know, would just be a blessing for um, a situation right now and maybe even future-proof future proof yourself in the future moving forward if this was to happen again. To better prepare yourself if we unfortunately have to go into lockdown again is to take everything that, that went wrong in your eyes, in your opinion, from your perspective, everything that you want to change, everything that didn't feel right, sit right with you mentally, uh, with your anxiety, make a note of these things, recognize them and pay attention to the things that are niggling away at you and think how can, when we come out of lockdown, how can you better prepare yourself so that you don't feel that way again? You know, um, It might be a case of getting certain resources in like, uh, um, you know, if you want to maybe feel creative, fulfilled like with like with the lighting setups for example that I do like portrait lighting like now for this second lockdown I now have uh, one light with me and one softbox with me um, so that I know that I can have some sort of creative fulfillment and again I didn't write many to-do lists the first time this is something that I'm doing second time so to reiterate take note and be aware and pay attention to all the things that did affect you and try and think, try and stem, where did it come from? Don't just think I feel, feel anxious. Why do you feel anxious? Really hone in and listen to yourself. What is it that is making you feel that way? And try to then have a chat with your friends and family maybe, but try and try and think, how can you feel better about it if you have to go into lockdown again? And then again, as I said before, accept that you can't do much about, you know, there might be certain things that are out of your control, but if you can accept it, if you tell yourself, if you actually tell yourself, this is okay. It's the same with, um, I know this might sound a very odd comparison, but it's a, uh, it's if it's, if you feel jealous about other people's work, rather than just being jealous about someone's work, comment and say, that's bloody brilliant. That piece of work is great. And by writing it, by posting it, that jealousy goes out the window. So by accepting it, accepting the anxiety, telling that it's a thing, but you're okay about it, you're going to get through it. I think that will really help. So it's a bit of a weird comparison, but I think it it, it makes sense in my head. I'm hoping it does in yours, but accepting that it that it's there and um, chat with friends and family and see if you can find ways to 
make it feel a little bit easier if we have to do it all over again? I think the best thing I would advise uh, moving forward, if this was to happen again, is is get your car, get your house in order. I think you know I've been very fortunate that when I stacked this company up in 2006, I was just a chap that turned up. You paid me a photograph the wedding. I give you the album, job done. It was a bit. It was a cut and shut deal. It was pretty quick. Um, the last four years, we've run a much more sustainable business where we've been a lot better uh, making making revenue opportunities from each wedding that we do so which has put us in a position that we can survive this lockdown so i think you know and this is with the utmost respect to everyone watching listening you need to be better at business to survive a, a period like this um you know photographers generally we're very good at the image making side of it but we're generally quite rubbish at running a business and i think we need to be better um everyone should have a little pot saved aside i mean my pot wasn't massive but you know, we, uh, I'm a limited company, so I didn't get any help from the government apart from a bounce back line. There was no grants available for me. There was no, um, you know, job seekers. There was no, my missus, what she works, uh, she's got a job, so I couldn't even claim universal credit or anything like that. I couldn't claim for uh, premises grants because I work from home. So there was nothing there. So we had to think on our feet. We had to be proactive about what we do and how we manage our finances pretty much straight away. And, uh, you know, I learned to be better at business now, but I think having that, sustainability that we've built up in the last three or four years is, is, is why I'm still here talking to you now not just you know obviously not physically but from a business point of view a lot of my comp- friends have, have won the companies up because they just didn't have the money there to to help and they've all got jobs at Amazon now which is you know no disrespect you know it's, it's not something I want to do because I'm good at doing this and you know I like to think that I've run a business properly because and I'm still here as a result of that so I think we need to be better at business um you know don't buy stuff because you you want it only buy stuff you need <laughs> it's as simple as that don't stop if your new camera comes out what you've got is okay you haven't got to buy a new one so we hope that you found this useful and again we are really grateful to all of our guests taking the time out and talking to us again please get in touch and let us know your thoughts and how you're doing during this time we're generally interested in hearing from you if you're watching this on youtube just leave us a comment below or if you're listening to the audio version, you can get in touch at camerashakepodcast at gmail.com or you can hit us up on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash camerashakepodcast. See you later. Peace out.